can't speak Norwegian? We've got you covered on Snack Eknors. It's international students. You're still listening to Snack Eknors, and now for uh, the second and final topic of this show, it is Dina. Yes. Uh, so uh, I'm a political science major. Uh, so please stop me if you get bored. <laughs> I'll try to not make this a lecture, but I am passionate about, well, political sciences. So recently, if you've listened to any like international news, you might have heard about some news about France. Things like, oh, two million people on the street recently to, uh, in France uh, to fight against the pension reform. Okay, so I'm going to address this because, well, indeed, in January 31st, uh, there was between 1.2 and 2.8 million people on the street. Yeah, I know a big gap between those two numbers, depending on who you ask. Which but, TV channel? Yeah, <laughs> which TV channel. Um, and yesterday and two days, we have against protests and strikes uh, in France, and there should be some others on Saturday. Uh, this includes a lot of uh, fields like public transportation, also the education system, notably even students who refuse to go to school and who, for example, we do what we call a blocus, which is to stand in front of the school or university and prevent other students to go in. And this also concerns a lot of other work fields and everything. So what do they protest against currently? Well, they protest against the reform of the pension system. Um, the government introduced this uh, reform on January 10th, and the point is to like reduce the financial imbalance of the pension system because it should bring around like 17.7 billion euros to the government. So that would help the system. Uh, but uh, protesters have too many issues with this reform. First of all, it takes the minimum age to go to retire from 62 to 64. So people should work at least two more years to get a full pension uh, retirement. And this is for people who started working after 18 years old. There is like slight difference if you started to work before. And it's also the end of what uh, could roughly translate to special regime. So special regime in France is a few type of work, maybe some like uh, companies who have... Um, like uh, advantages in their pensions. So this concerns, for example, people working on the public transportation in Paris, uh, people working in the back of France. Um, so they have a different, either a different way for their retirement to be, their pension to be calculated or some kind of changes compared to like, let's say, the normal pension system. And so this reform is aimed at notably end those kind of special regime, except for deputies who will keep their... Um, of course. Yeah, they're a special regime. So that's good to know. But like legislatively, what does it mean when people go on the street and protest against something? Well, taking the example of this, uh, the strikes and protests right now, um, I think we can like identify kind of three things that could be done. Firstly, um, right now the government doesn't have a majority in the complete majority in the parliament. So they need to do an alliance with, well, in this case, the right-wing party to uh, pass this reform. Uh, while if people go on the street and protest against it, it is less likely for the right-wing party to actually agree to this alliance because of the back backlash they could face. Um, but, I mean, we are... The government has some kind of 
nice power in a way in France. So they could overturn this by using what we call Article 49 of the Constitution, which would allow them to kind of uh, pass the law even if uh, the parliament does not vote on it. By um, Without going into detail, basically they're saying either you... Uh, Go, you vote against the government, which requires an absolute majority, which is hard to get, or you pass the law, and usually that means the law passes. Then, going uh, to the uh, yeah. can, can I ask, like, if they decide to go with, uh, we have to pass the law, we just using this uh, yeah. article or code, or whatever. Uh, what does that mean, though, for further? Well, <laughs> it means basically that um, the law does not. Um, So the law is not really debated into parliament and mm. directly goes to the Senate, which in case of this law uh, is very likely to agree to the reform because they are known to agree to a reform uh, rising the retirement mm. age. So, yeah, it means that it will go directly to the Senate and then it will be considered like voted, basically. But does it mean bad blood within uh, the, those uh, in the seats? And does it mean bad blood between the people and the politicians also? Yes, it means, uh, yeah, definitely. For the next election. It's something that is usually very rarely used. Um, but recently the new government, I mean new, they have a few months uh, into power now, but the new the government uh, recently used it a lot, which caused a lot of backlash already. So this is an argument, an article that is... Uh, really not really well seen when it's used and the government used it a lot recently so it's even more backlash. But because they used it so much, so far the government has been saying they refused to use this article to pass the reform um, the reform the, for the pension system right now. So that's some kind of promise, promise so far. So in this case, what can, what does it do to... Um, go to the street if the government can just pass over mm. uh, a law. Well, it can. It also means that they give more support to the opposition. So, for example, um, right now there is 2,000 amendments who are tabled against this reform. Amendments, it's when you propose to change some part of the text. It can be from one word, one uh, like dot, to change a whole paragraph. And 20,000 amendments is huge. And like 16,000 of them were uh, tabled by the left, uh, different left-wing parties. Uh, but so it's really huge. Usually you have between, let's say, 800, 900 amendments for big, um, like, low proposition. So this is usually very badly regarded because it means that I mean, you cannot debate over 20,000 amendments. It would take literally four months full only focusing on the portion reform to actually pass it and like, discuss these amendments. I, I think we already saw in, I don't know if you have been watching a bit with the Davos uh, Convention on Climate, where they also uh, were uh, non not agreeing on the text, on uh, the, whatever, the clauses for agreeing to climate uh, yeah. uh, change. And they were saying, no, no, we just have to rephrase. And they rephrased the whole thing. And it took yeah. days It took exactly. days just to rephrase yeah. like two sentences. So just changing a word can be so much debate. It's not possible to, I mean, debate over 20,000 no. amendments. It's just not possible. So it's, it's really, it really blocks the whole democratic debate. Um, so it's really very badly regarded. But when you have two million people going on the street and saying we do not want this reform, yeah. they have absolutely no issue with government, like opposition parties tabling 
20,000 amendments because they're like, good, it's in our favor. Um, so it gives power to the opposition to give that. But again, uh, in case of budget law, which this reform is considered a budget law because it's to reduce mm. the, finance, uh, the, gap, the financial gap, uh, the government can say this law must be discussed in 20 days. This is Article 47 of the Constitution. So 40, in 20 days, you don't table over the 20 amendments. So it can kind of help the process. So this is more what is at stake right now that might be used by the government to try to pass the law more than the Article 49, since they said they wouldn't use it. But uh, I think lastly, what must be mentioned, and I think what's mostly the point of people when they go in the street because they don't necessarily have those like legislative tools to know oh we are going to help opposition putting amendments so that's not how it works usually it means they're going to block the country until the government cave mm -hmm. and agree to like push back the reform so in a way we can say two million people in france on about 48 million people who can vote two million is not that much but when it's two million who control the public transportation, who controls the education system and other fields, it starts to get a, like really annoying. Yeah. And then some people who don't necessarily agree uh, or are against the reform or just have no opinion can say, yeah, let's just drop the reform. I want to go back to my normal life. And so suddenly you have more people who are against the reform because, come on, I, I want to go to work and I want mm. to go to vacation because, well, you might not know, but right now it's just winter vacation. It's the difference. winter holiday coming. Exactly. Yes. So striking strike now means, oh, I can go. I might not be able to go to vacation. And that kind of sucks. So, like, I mean, <sighs> we can we can table on what will the government do. Uh, will they continue to pass the law? Because, I mean, so far it looks like no actual debate is possible. The reform will go through as it is or it won't. Um, but, I mean, we can discuss on whether, like, you think protests are useful. Uh, because, I mean, after doing those research, I am not sure if they really are. But tell me what you think. Yeah? Considering all the twists and the loops in the law, when we know that the government could potentially vote that law without anybody's consent. Is it worth going on the street? What's the purpose of this all? I think it's so much worth it because in France, we're, we're in a republic. So we are based on seeing what the people want, getting them to vote, expressing their opinion and everything. And protesting in France is extremely important because it's a way for us to just say what we want and it's a way for us to just express ourselves. So I feel like if we were to reach that point where protesting isn't important or taken into account or anything and people just stop, like the government people stop caring about it, I feel like democracy and the whole French system would just crumble because <laughs> it's low-key a personality trait of French people to protest yes. and to just be upset. Yes, I confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Tiago. As a not a French person, <laughs> um, I think, yes, I think it's worthy to go to the street. I think one of the biggest change um, was able for person in history who goes to the street. Uh, look at to um, the black history, uh, women's rights, 
human rights. That's people who go into the street. I mean, they, they don't have, an, uh, uh, back in the time, they don't have social media, don't have any connections. So they use the streets, they use protests to, to raise their voice. So I think it's um, a very important. But I think um, what, about what, what, is, what, um, what is the topic you protest? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes um, there's a lot of people in the middle of this protest who are not in the topic or who are not very interested in the topic. It's just there because um, it's good publicity. I like, you know, go, it's good for my Instagram account. It's good for, mm-hmm. for shining. So I'm very, so, um, for me, it's always, I've seen this two point. In one point, it's amazing that people go to the street. But in the other point, I'm like, just when you're 100% stand up for that, what you protest. Because we're not, it's, it's worthless. I, I mean, I feel in France when we are on the street and we really protest, yeah. it's very, it's serious. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it doesn't matter what it is. It's usually, you know, the 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 reform for the schools. Uh, last time with the les gilets jaunes, mm-hmm. uh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the pr- price on um, uh, uh, gas. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. you know it's something that's really really important. It's always like those. It feels almost like a sudden uh, decision of the government that's like, okay, let's just do that. And like, yeah. where does that come from? Yeah. I mean, how does that make sense when yeah. the, the mm. disparity between the classes also you have to think like there's people that mm. are well off and it's not going to affect them so much. But I think the, like when I see protesting in Germany, it can be always divided. Okay. Like the Corona protest it was very divided because some people believed in Corona, some not. And I see that protesting can be um, divide mm. society mm. because there, there, like there was a very huge documentary and journalism about people who go to the street because they don't want to use masks, they don't want to have the the Corona rules who the government gives to the country, mm. and so I see a lot of division. I see a lot of fights, mm. and so. Um, yeah, I think protesting is really, and it's even a right in a democracy. You know, it's it's Definitely. a right. It, it, it's you. It, it's your right. But where are the limits? Yeah. Well, and, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that in France as well, people did protest like regarding COVID. Yeah. But it is very very different protests. Yes. Not as many people are. Um, protesting on the streets and it's in a very different way and also you like we kind of ask almost to protest like it's scheduled you know people know there will be protests going on so people can like organize themselves around it if they want to so it's very square kind of Mm -hmm. you know and I think it's so so important that we keep that right and we keep on doing it because uh, for the past couple of years, like during the elections, presidential elections, people have like it's been seen that people have been voting against more for because they want this person or this party to win. Yeah. So if we're voting against because a lot of people have been voting white, we call mm. it in France and just like not voting for anyone. Blank. What blank. blank. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. Um, You're not talking about racism. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> I just got carried away. <laughs> we vote white in France. Uh, we vote white. Um, <laughs> it no, would be. <laughs> but um, the fact that people still go out to 
protest is just their way of being like, okay, we had to have someone, we voted for them, but are we completely agreeing with what they're saying? Because if we just have people taking over the power with most of the country not voting for them, because that is what's happening nowadays, uh, and then just uh, pushing on the laws, even though people are protesting for it or saying, no, you cannot protest, then the republic and the democracy mm. will soon turn into something more like totalitarian. And yeah, okay, but without taking away the right to protest, don't you think the French way of protesting is too much? I we had a protest maybe two weeks ago about by uh, the right side to go against putting abortion into the constitution, and I think maybe like two or three weeks before we probably had a protest for something else, like. I'm not saying that we should take away the right of protest, even though I kind of wish people should not go protest against abortion, but okay. <laughs> like, everybody has a right to speak and to voice their thing, but their opinion, but I don't you think that protests are actually more, like, powerful when they're, like, rare? Like, I remember talking recently about some Japanese friend of mine and asking, like, oh, how is it in Japan compared to France? Like, do you protest sometimes? Do you go in the street? And she told me, no, we never do that. So if one day Japanese people decided to go protest, I'm guessing it would have so much more impact than mm. when France go to protest. There's, like, one protest. Even if it's on a different subject and even if it's small, every almost every th month, I want to say. Mm. Mm. But maybe that just shows, you know, that... The politic is not going so great at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, I think the people who are very interested in the, in the health of the country, they they take uh, part or they understand why some protests are taking place, right? Like, I can understand the latest one. Yeah. Uh, I don't follow everyone because it's like, yeah, like you <laughs> said, there's one all the time. And then it could be also that the country is maybe seeing a change in the way the population is uh, expressing mm. itself. And maybe it needs to come with um, uh, different ways that people can give uh, uh, feedback. So like yeah. for the abortion, yeah. instead of going on the street, maybe they'll put a system in place, you know, but those things take time. And to figure mm. out this, what system could be good for them yeah. to say, OK, uh, what do you what do you want? Why do you want this? What can we do really? Because some stuff like the abortion is so... Uh, such a back and forth kind of yeah. subject yeah. will never get out of this yeah. this one. Yeah. Like, But then again, like protesting in France, it's very like it's a cultural thing, such yeah. as maybe like Definitely. as you said, like in Japan, like they don't do that. Like it's cultural. So I feel like if the whole of France would stop protesting, people would be very scared for the French population. Mm. <laughs> that, um, that is not a democracy anymore. No, yeah. it's like <laughs> what's happened to the French? They stop strikes. So yeah. Um, so, But yeah, I yes. think um, we're just meant to protest when we're not happy and it does not like it should not at least make it less important because we're just extremely vocal about what the issues are. Mm. You know? And there are some topics you have to keep going and you constantly like, you know, you have to be you don't sh because I think I would say change need times. And I think sometimes we give it up too early. And I think some Some social changes need people who keep on, who go, keep going on the street. If there's, without these people, there will be not any change at all. Mm. So would you then all consider that um, it's important to protest because it's manifest an opinion more than because you believe that it will actually change like clothes? If, it makes, if what I'm saying makes sense. 
I feel like if you protest to share your opinion about something, it's most of the time against that particular thing. So I believe that you would hope that you protesting and showing what you think would do something about it. So I feel like it's linked. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if I got it right. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely hope for a change. I mean, if I'm going down the streets, you know, yeah. it's because I, I, yeah. we need to be heard and, and yeah. something mm. is not right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I would not go down on the street every weekend. Like, don't, uh, no. I don't have time. Yeah. Let's calm down. I mean, it's dedication and it's balls. Like, you know, yes. those people who stay all day, all night for, doesn't Definitely. matter the weather. And, yeah. you know, they, yeah, exactly. Oh, to plan a protest is actually so much work. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. when you go, pro like, on protest, like, you're not going to get paid. So it's also, mm, yeah. like, yep. you're taking this time and this energy and this money to put into like one specific thing that you believe in like yeah, yeah. Mm. yes and you have to find people who are with you in the same opinion yeah. and that's not <laughs> always easy maybe we should organize a protest in Oslo and see the process of it yeah. you know it's like okay what do we need to do who there's do we... little ones in Oslo no I feel like when, every time I go in front of the uh, parliament uh, yeah. there's like uh, a little yeah. group of a lot of people that's where they that's where they do the protest but it's well. always like 10 people Well, it depends what the protest is about, okay? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm used to I French protests. Th this is Norway. When people are protesting, people are always looking at them like, okay, calm yeah. down. Like, <laughs> we won't take you seriously. I feel like there's a lot of people like either, like in Norway I've seen, either like preaching for God and Jesus. Otherwise, oh, yeah. it's like in support of Ukraine as well mm. and against Russia. Uh, I feel like these are the groups that I see almost every time I'm there. Um During COVID, we had a small one with also the anti-mask uh, people. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were on the news for, uh, you know, a couple of days and then that was it. It was just, <laughs> they all gave each other a hug and probably they all got COVID and, and then, you know, we never heard of them. A cute so, little gathering. Yeah, that was friends. very cute. They were all like hugging so much, you know, it was just like, And I think, <laughs> like, I feel and I heard that Norway is a very liberated uh, country. Very liberated. Yeah, liberated in what sense? <laughs> and Open? Yeah, very open yeah. about religion, gender, oh, yeah. sexuality. Yeah. yeah, open or not giving really a real opinion on stuff. I think it's more mm. like, okay, bring it. <laughs> Just bring it. Okay. okay. And then we'll see. We'll a new see. definition of open. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I think they're just, everything is so new for them, you know. It's, yes. It's not. It's yeah. time to mm. understand, to realize that we have the things in our country. Uh, yes. But did you have anything to add, uh, Dina, before we cut you off? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. We had so much uh, good discussion there. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, protesting is fun and uh, it's all right. <laughs> so, uh, and do, uh, do, please, if you go protesting, do nice signs. Because yeah. on social yes. media, the yes. funniest thing is to read protest signs. Yeah. Be creativity. Yeah. I had, I had a whole activity once. It was like making signs for a protest. It was really fun. Yeah. Mm. Please do fun yeah. sign yeah. if you go and big snake. letters. Yeah. <laughs> big letters, we can read you. Yeah. I feel like if you do signs, it's like a protest that has been in real life, but as well, like it's taken yeah. over social on social media, media and Definitely. like the protest continues. So it's pretty great. All right. Uh, thank you so much again for being on the show. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You've been listening <laughs> to Snacky Eric and Ask on Radio Nova.